Hello and thanks for joining us again in this episode of Once When I Was Cool, the podcast about stuff that we used to like when we were younger and stuff that was cool then. We still think it's cool now, but it may have gone the way of the, well, the dodo, I guess. My name's Dave, coming to you live into your headset from, well, Hobart, I guess, or wherever we want to be. And joining me through the internet is uh, my mate, Wee, coming to us live from Brisbane. How are you, Wee? Yeah, Dave, I'm good, thanks. How are you travelling down there at the other end of uh, Australia? It's pretty cool down there and sweltering hot up here. Yeah, well, that's the way it usually is in Australia. It's in a big country, lots of difference. Yeah. Uh, as always, getting us out there to your earballs is uh, producer Simon. How's, how, how are you going there, Simon? Yeah, he's waving, not really he's taking waving. much notice as he usually doesn't. So as long as he, you know, as long as he keeps us sounding reasonable, uh, you know, I'm pretty happy with that. Well, you've got to be happy with it. Otherwise, you know, maybe we need to give him a bit of a touch-up, maybe a bit of a smack or something. <laughs> He's bigger than us, mate. I don't think we ought to want to do that. Mate, uh, mate, Delilah's bigger than me. Well, yeah, Delilah gets fairly mouthy sometimes as well. And, uh, you know, I, I was thinking today when she uh, she gave me a little bit of back sass there, which has uh, become her way, as 15-year-olds tend to do. And um, I was thinking when I was younger, there was no way I would have spoken to my father the way that sometimes she says. And a lot of the times it's just joking. She thinks she's funny, but, uh, you know, sort of tends flat. That tends to be the inherited way, uh, which, you know, most of my jokes go as well. But um, I was thinking, I was thinking about it, and you know, some of those things that um, some of those things we, that I I hear these days, and you hear kids saying, especially especially um, the younger generation, to the way they talk to their parents, we'd never have gotten away with. So I guess we once, when I was cool, we used to have discipline, and our parents used to uh, discipline us in various different sorts of ways. Some people having a little bit more extreme than others, and, and and some of us just sort of it was a little bit more sort of threats and intimidation than anything else. And I remember in our uh, one of our previous episodes where you were talking about uh, your dad, and you used to be out um, doing the chores, and um, your dad would be a ninja, and if you weren't doing something, he'd suddenly turn up. So I thought this would be a reasonable sort of topic to sort of undertake. Yeah, look, he was um, he was definitely a ninja. He'd always sort of turn up, uh, and like, look, as all um, as all sort of uh, disciplines changed, like, and you know, we were talking about in, in the opening. You're saying what was good, what was bad, uh, what we liked when we were kids. I don't think we ever liked the discipline. <laughs> no, no, that's true. I I, uh, I can have to say it wasn't just our parents who used to discipline us oh. like back in back in the days of school, where there was sort of any sort of adult used to be able to beat on you if they felt that you'd uh, grieved them in some way. Look, I, I remember, and 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 you know, I'm, we're not going to go into names, obviously, but I can tell you, um, and we'll get into some stories later. But you know, I've had teachers, uh, you know, give me a slap up the back of the head, and I've had uh, police give me a slap up the back of the head. I've had uh, other, you know mates parents give me a slap up the back of the head if i did something that they didn't uh, didn't agree with i bet you didn't go running home to tell your mum and dad because they'd have given you a slap up the they'd back give me another well. one yeah i'd get another one so it was always best not to yeah. Um, yeah, well, it was always the way. And I remember I used to have some cruel teachers as well. Some of the things I used to do, some of the earlier days, it was sort of the, um, it was the sort of uh, discipline with either the ruler or the cane or a stick or something like that. Not not so much as go and cut me a switch or anything like that. But um, I remember that we had one teacher when we were in high school. So we were only about 13, 14, something like that. And he was a woodwork teacher. 
and he used to grab you by the side of your of your hair where you, where the hair was not quite a sideburn because you weren't old enough to to grow facial hair at the time, but where the hair comes down in front of your ears. And uh, in those days, we had um, we had sort of longer, shaggier type hair as the way of the eighties was. And uh, he used to grab you by that and then lift it up, and it was painful, and it uh, really. Um, it really hurt, and he was um, he was just one of these sort of brutal sort of people. No one ever asked anything about it. No one ever said anything. And in the schoolyard, you go, "Oh yeah, I got in trouble, and Mister X used to do this and lift it up," and, mm. and everyone just laughed at you. So what happened was people started shaving their hair, so they had none of that sort of little sideburn bit, simply because they didn't want him uh, to. I yeah. see. What- I see where this is going. You're still scared today, so you've gone right up to the baldness. <laughs> you know, I was talking to somebody who said that uh, I have to stop making the jokes about the fat and the bald because they're becoming too um, too frequent. But I'm glad that you you've decided to keep them alive. But no, it, um, people started going to the go to the short back and sides just so that this guy couldn't grab hold of your the, your sideburns. I, I thought it would have been more a case of stop playing up. But yeah, anyway, that's the way that discipline went. Oh look, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to picture. It. I can just imagine it. Uh, it'd be like you know, someone. Uh, our, our teacher, we had a teacher when I was in primary school. We had a teacher, and I tell you, man, he'd be probably under the jail these days if he. <laughs> but he, um, yeah, he uh, he'd slap you well up the back of the head if you were doing something. And it, and if he thought you were doing something and he turned around and he thought it was you, he'd throw the, the duster at you. Not the plastic duster, the wooden duster. The wooden duster that was for the uh, for the old chalkboards. Yep. He'd throw it. And if it hit you, man, it hit you, hey. And it's like you didn't go home, you didn't say anything. I remember one day because it was um, cricket season, so summer here, and he had the mallet and he out of the – to hit the uh, stumps in. Stumps in, yep. Yep. Um and he um, fairly whacked me up the back with it because um, he thought I was talking in class and I wasn't doing anything. So I was just sitting there the next minute, whack, up the back, <laughs> up my back because um, he thought I was talking. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't perfect, but I did didn't you do t- it. Did you tell him it wasn't you? I wasn't game to say anything. <laughs> it always seemed to be like the technical arts and the, the, the PE teachers that were the ones that were the most brutal. Yeah, look, they used to grab, you know, by the shirt and twist it at the front and sort of lift you up if you're in trouble, like, you know, the old grab you by the scruff of your neck and they'd sort of twist your shirt a bit so it sort of choked you out a little as well and then they'd lift you up and, and you'd think, geez, these days they'd uh, they'd be uh, out of a job. You'd be in mediation before that you'd let the kid down. Well, you know, and you just think, Oh, I just used to think that just it was only a couple of teachers, but they must have just been miserable in their life and then come to school. I wouldn't want to be a teacher anyway. I mean, having to put up with I can't put up with adults, let alone kids. But <laughs> these these days, you know, teachers are too scared to do anything. They'll cop a cop a hiding before they even put their hands up to defend themselves for fear of um getting put under the jail. Yeah, and it's interesting though that um, you used to have these brutal sort of teachers. But I tell you what, having gone to a Catholic school, the most fearsome ones and the most the most frightening teachers that you had to be scared of were the nuns. Mate. Nuns. They yeah. used to wield a stick like it was no one's business. I had nothing else to do, so they probably practice at home like Jedi's with the 
Oh, some of them were like Jedi's. I mean, yeah. oh, man, they could turn around and strike you down and um, always seemed to have a ruler in their hand that was always there for either wrapping you across the knuckles. Um, oh. So that was, so we used to get one teacher who was a, um, I, th- I think I might have told this story before, one teacher who was just a sadistic person and he used to do what he called bend the bot and you used to have to bend over touch your toes and he would basically give you a horse bite um you know a big slap across the back of your legs where he would hit you with the the back of the legs and if it was cold and in winter when you had um when you when you only had shorts on mate it used to really lift you Imagine, imagine. Oh, I'm just, I'm just thinking of it because we used to do that to our mates at school because, um, you know, and and that was a bit of a joke. But imagine an adult doing that to a kid. Holy moly! Well, yeah, getting you had to stand there and wait, and he would basically line you up and just slap you across the back of the legs, not on the backside, but on the back of your back of your thigh. That's uh, that's uh, painful. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, did he leave a hand mark? Sometimes, sometimes he used to. I don't know how it didn't hurt his own hand. He was, he was a, he was a big man, and he was a, you know, big strong man. Yeah, so we just uh, back from a short pause there. Uh, we was getting mauled by his own dog, uh, who decided it was time to play. And interestingly enough, he took the dog out of the room that he's in and had to barricade it again. Yeah, it's discipline, mate. He's that a big a... boy. Well, yeah, back <laughs> in the day, your dog wouldn't have done that, would they? They nah. knew this, what? Now, yeah, you give, now... it, give him a good um, kick in the bum, but these days you can't even do that. And that's you, your dog treats you with the disdain that they think <laughs> we deserve. Your, your dog treats you with the, dis, the disdain that your kids treat you with. Uh, probably not as bad as them, but close. No, no at least they're a little bit more love, love, well, loving towards you sometimes. They're happy to see the dog's happy to see me in the afternoon, and I don't have to pick up his poo, the kids' poo after them anymore. Just the dogs. Okay. All right. Yeah. There's there's a yeah, there's no anyway. Um, yeah. So we were talking about sadistic teachers and the nuns that used to be able to be uh, you know wrap you across the knuckles if you um, if you and weren't the, there and and they never seem to age the nuns. Like, oh, the ones I see. Yeah, no, I, you yeah, don't see many the, young ones these days. No, nah, well, who wants to be a nun these days? I, I mean, maybe there is people. And if I, if you are a nun and you're listening to us, I'm really sorry if I've offended you. <laughs> That's uh, incredibly <laughs> unlikely that our audiences are a nun. If you if, are a nun, let us know. Yeah, once yeah. the school podcast at gmail.com. We'd <laughs> love to hear from you. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway, so um, <laughs> I'm just saying, but they just seem to be this. People who who've been to school like their mothers and then their daughters and granddaughters and they're going, yeah, that that I've I was here teaching your grandmother and you go, holy moly, this is the original nun. Mm, and she's been you know, dead for years. The yeah. grandmother, not the yeah. nun. No, no, they're, they're eternal. Yeah, yeah, but they used to um, wield a particular um, uh, style of um, of discipline as well, and. The other thing about that is, is if you ended up getting a bit of a um, dust up at school from one of the nuns or one of the teachers, didn't work for me because when I was in primary school, um, Ruby was one of the teachers there. So she always knew if I'd gotten in trouble. Unfortunately, I didn't get in trouble too often. But um, in high, by the time I'd gotten to high school, all that had gone. They weren't allowed to do that anymore. Although saying that, though, they weren't allowed to use the ruler and the cane. They could figure out all other sorts of ways of inflicting misery on you. 
Uh, look, there's lots of other. Um, I'd rather just have the the quick corporal punishment and it's done. You know, it's um, what I used to hate was having to stand outside the office for like hours waiting for it because the te- if the teacher, the principal was busy or he wasn't there, he was off. You had to stand outside there and you had to stand up straight and you had to have your hands behind your back and you know you weren't allowed to do any no talking. Everybody knew you're in trouble because it was. <laughs> everyone would be walking past there. So, you know, it's not like you just go casually down and just sit in a lounge chair and, mm. and wait. And that's where I see, like, on the American-Canadian um, um, kids' shows, you know, things like uh, Degrassi and all that, if anyone went into um, the principal's office, they'd be sitting in a chair waiting to be called in for discipline. My God, we had to stand up. <laughs> and it's funny, though, in those shows, the principal was always available and they could walk straight in. Well, yeah, 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 mate, the amount of times I had to stand out. And that, to me, was probably the worst lot of punishment is not knowing whether you're going to get six or two or one or three, you know, uh, of the of the cut. We used to call it when you got the cane on the hand, we used to call it the cuts because, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and it depends on how bad you were, if you got it on one hand or two hands. Or if you got it across the back of your backside. Oh, yeah. You know, I suppose um, I suppose the difference is, you know, yeah, you can't do that. And I agree, you, you, you probably can't do that. And I say probably, I think we need to have a more of a medium and we've swung the pendulum from one way to the other. These days there's no respect for teachers or anyone in authority or parents or anyone. It just seems to be they'll tell you where to go and they'll get away with it because everyone's got a phone and makes yeah. accusations. Good. Do you remember from the other end then, rather than the physical punishment, some of the other punishments you used to get, some of them used to be things like you had to stay in at lunchtime and do lines. Did you ever get lines? Yep. And then you had to write lines on the board and then you had to write lines in your book or you had to, you know, you've got whatever the lunch period was, you had to write a, you know, a, an apology that was 400 words long or something. <laughs> Yeah, and the other one was, yeah, uh, lines. Lines was always, you know, it was actually probably more of a punishment. Like you say, the corporal punishment, you used to get a quick touch-up and then you were gone, whereas the lines just seemed to go on forever and I hated doing that. But the um, the other one was you used to have to go and pick up like 30 papers or 50 papers or you basically had to go and pick up bits of rubbish and then bring them back and show the teacher. That yep. was that was another one that was sort of, it was more of an annoyance than, a, than an actual punishment. It, I know that um, when Ruby was a school teacher, that was one of her favourites. I'm not sure whether it was because she thought it made a difference or because it was just the easier option and she wasn't really into beating kids. Look, I, I think it's more, that was probably more about humiliation. Than, than anything because everybody knew that if you were picking up rubbish, you're in trouble for something. And then, you know, people would just throw stuff out on the ground and maybe it was a way of them to get the, the school clean quicker. I don't know. Well, yeah, well, that's the other thing. It was a concern that there were 50 papers to have to be gone and picked up. I don't know, you know, whether kids were ending up having to rip them in half or whatever, but there seemed to be a lot of a um, a trash problem when we were, we were younger that doesn't seem to be around these days. And you have... You have groundsmen that go and pick it up. We don't, can't even remember we had groundsmen. Ah, uh, we did, but you know, not like groundskeeper Willie or anything like that. But well, I think we had someone you know, that came. The... We must have had someone that come and mowed the grass, but I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember who 
who it would have been. I can't even remember. I know that when I went to high school, we had someone and he was one of a couple of people. And I'll tell you the story about him when we're off air because it's a, it's a little bit... Um, risque. bit too risque for this podcast, unfortunately. Now I've got a few too that I could share, but not on this one. It's maybe for um, some another podcast of some description. Yeah, we'll have to have another one. <laughs> but, uh... Call it This One's Not For You. Yes. <laughs> so we can, we can make it a little bit rougher. Yeah. So the other, so we had punishment at school. What I also, um, I remember back as a youngster, it was like you'd, you'd get punishment like, and, and your dad being a policeman and I'm not wanting to, you know, be down on, on him or anything like that, but back in the day, if you were doing something wrong, the cops would get you, pull you up, give you a kick in the ass, yep. and send you home. Yep, that's exactly uh, right. And say, get home or I'll tell your parents. Yeah, because if you got told, if you went home and told your parents that you got the cane, it'd be, what did you get it for? You're grounded or you get, an, you get another um, smack up the side of the head. Yep. And a lot of it was just that sort of verbal intimidation sort of thing more than anything else. Now, my dad, my dad was fairly fearsome uh, back in the day, uh, probably when he was a cop. I was only young when he, um, I was only young when he, you know, finished in the police. But he, um, I remember as a kid, he used to do a couple of different things. Now, he never laid a hand on any of us. We ne- none of us ever got smacked. None of us ever got uh, in trouble. But um, you used to hear stories of people who'd go home and when they're in trouble, they'd, you know, the parents would get the jug cord, like the, the cord from the kettle that she used to detach and they'd fold it in half and, and smack them across the backside with that. We never got anything like that. Or they'd get the belt when um, men used to wear belts every day. Uh, they'd come here and fold the belt in half. My dad used to have this loud voice that um, whenever he sort of he knew you were in trouble, he would sort of just raise his voice and it'd be something like, come on, you, settle down. And that would be the end of it. Well, it wouldn't be settled down. It'd be a little bit more colourful than that. But it was once he raised his voice, you, you knew you, you know, back down. Every so often, if that didn't work, he'd get his belt. And what he'd do was he'd fold it in half, hold it in two hands, let it push it, push it together, let it bow, and then snap it. And as it snapped, it made this crack noise. And it tell you what, that if you if you weren't listening beforehand, you were listening soon after because that was the um that was the cue that you had to stop. And I don't know if we ever pushed on any more. I'm sure Glenda probably did, but I don't, I know he never lay up. Well, I know he never, I know he never actually, you know, hit any of us or we, none of us ever got a smack or anything like that. But um, there was always the, the, the threat there. And it was usually the threat of, from your parent that seemed to be the thing. A uh, different story with Ruby. Ruby used to make all these threats, but we, you know, we knew she'd never carry through with it because uh, she was too, too gentle with it. But you were never quite sure with the old boy whether he was going to do it or not, but he never did. So there you go. It must have been more of a, uh, I don't know what he would have done if he had to go to the step three. Uh, look, um, and so from from my point, I probably there was uh, the three of us boys, and then my mum and my dad. We used to get the whole, you know, we'll wait until your father gets home, and that was used to be threat enough. But um, yeah, look, my dad, uh, um, and I'm not by all means uh, saying anything too too grave yep. about my dad. Yep. Um, but look, we we got the belt. We got we got a smack on the ass, mm-hmm. and if we we're like he never um, closed fist hit us or anything, but we got a smack on the bum. Um, yep. He was it was more for me because he'd um, off the um, 
off the plum trees, and I've probably mentioned this before, off the plum trees, you'd get a switch off the plum trees. Oh, yeah. And like go, I said... Go fetch not, me a switch. Yeah. And like I said, he's a ninja. Mm-hmm. So he used to have one, he'd cut, and it'd, go, it'd sit in behind the door and it'd be, go and get it. Oh. And the oh. thing is... Were you crying all the way? <laughs> oh, I was like this. <laughs> I knew where this was going. But the thing is, you weren't... You'd get to a point and then you'd sort of toss it at him mm. and that you'd get you get a second one for that. But <laughs> by the time you've reached it out and got it in his hand and by the time you've let go, you've already had a whacking because he was a ninja. As you're still in your hand, he's had it wrapped around like a lasso. So as soon as you sort of let it go, it just flips around and, and gets you on the bum or on the side of the leg. And it was it was it was quick. He was a ninja. That's what I keep saying. He was a ninja, mate. He'd have that already wrapped around by the time you let it go. But I tell you what, I only ever threw it to him once because I got two then. Um, <laughs> and it, uh, after that, it was enough just to have to go and get it. But the worst thing is if you actually went and did something to it, you had to go and get another one. You had to go down and cut <laughs> it yourself. <laughs> what did you do to it in the first place? Yeah, you'd, you'd get the shits and go, oh, I'm going to I'd just go and break it. Or if you broke it, and you just knew <laughs> you're in trouble. And, you know, because we'd also sort of use it on each other as you do because <coughs> it's more of a, um, for us it was more of a game that we'd be whacking each other with it. But it was discipline when the old man did it. Mm. Um, yep. But I can I can tell you um, I only ever, I only ever really, um Swore at my my mother once, and then I felt the wrath of my dad big oh, time. Oh yeah, no, we never. And, but but can I tell you, I actually wasn't swearing at my mum. I was asking her what a word in Sicilian meant. So I asked her what butana means. I said, oh, "Mum, don't, don't elaborate on that." Yeah, but I asked her what that was, and my mum just looked at me, and my dad looked at me, and I, I just I got the walloping for that because that was that was it. Yeah, it's a pretty um, rough word anyway. I, even I know what that means. Yeah, but I, I only asked what it was. I wasn't I would never called my mother that. I'd, like I'd be, I'd be buried out in the grapes with the grapes. Oh, these taste like human. <laughs> these taste like small, sad little boy. You smell a small, sad little Sicilian boy. But, yes. um, you know, um, but there were other. I, I never... And I'm sure it happened in, in, in where I live. I'm sure there were kids that you see again get worse floggings than us. But mm-hmm. I think it was more um, it was more that you just because we kept mucking around and, and you've heard the stories that I used to get up to and you'd think I wouldn't if I knew what the outcome was going to be because sometimes it always, not always, but sometimes it ended up in me being, um, you know, getting a, getting the uh, getting the switch around the... Uh, <laughs> The getting a switch end, around the, the legs end, or yeah. around the backing, um, and if you if you ran, you, you never just gave it to him and ran because it was like a whip. I don't know. He used to. He's a short man, a short ass, <laughs> but he could extend it like. You had, um, but you had short legs and couldn't get away quick. I know, I know, but um, but I tell you, I tell you what, I you sort of learn to, you did learn to have a bit of respect. You did, you know, for your elders and, you know, your mates, dads and, and mums would rip you a new one and, and, and blast you and go and tell your parents if you did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I had, um, and I, I don't know if I've, I've said this story, but I, I snuck out one night. I had a friend staying over. So where I lived out of um, town, the small 
even smaller place out of town. That we had a school disco. It was on the midweek, so it was on a Wednesday night. You know, the school disco where I was carving up the floor with all my silk. <laughs> Cutting the rug, yeah. I was may I was carving it up, you know, in my baggies and yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but uh, that's where we decided to do a bit of skating and a bit of rocking roofs and stuff like that. And I don't know if I told you about the time my younger brother followed me out of the window in his pyjamas. So I think I know the story, but I'm not sure if our listener has. So um, go again, mate. I'll go go again. So we didn't realise, but we were throwing the rocks on roofs, doing a bit of doorbell ringing, a bit of skating. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning. And then the next minute the police are sort of pulling up and shining to the uh, side light to where we were. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, who's that in the in the car, in the back of the car? And it was my younger brother. <laughs> so he got to do it. He got his call. He followed us out and we didn't realise. So the cops picked him up. It must have been before two because cops used to finish at two in, in where I was from. So it must have been about midnight to one o'clock. Mm-hmm. But so we had to come out and go, oh, yeah, here we are. What are you doing? Oh, we're just skateboarding, you know, you know, you're not meant to. Uh. But the worst thing is I had to go in and wake my dad up and get my dad to come down to the police car because mm. they drove us all drove us home. So I had to go in, wake my dad up from asleep, <laughs> just gently touching dad, dad, um, don't worry, but the police are here. They just want to talk to you. We hadn't done anything wrong. And then, <laughs> And but, what about what about your friend? Was he in trouble the, as well? Yeah, but like my my dad got up, my mate, and go, you know, you, same this. But the police goes now. You make sure you tell your mum and dad about this as well. He never did. He's not going to go home and go. Oh, by the way, yeah. I got into trouble by the. And like my my parents, my dad never said anything to to his parents either. So this, I copped all the grief. Yeah, my younger brother. So that's one he did get back on me, and. Um, my mate got scot free, so you know I was just labelled this little. Um, so you were the bad egg. I was the bad egg because uh, you know it was all me. So I did get into trouble, a bit of discipline there, but um, yeah. Anyway, we got out. You still grew up okay. I still grew up okay, mate. I didn't um, call the police on my dad. I didn't um, disrespect my dad, didn't get a phone out and film my dad at any stage. Um, I actually probably had more respect for. Well, I, I guess it's also that your parents were your parents, they weren't your friends and they didn't try to be. Well, I, th- I think a lot of the problems these days is that parents try to be their kids' friends. I don't know whether it's the, the weird need to uh, still feel young or you want to stay in touch with them, but, uh, you know. We, we just do podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do podcasts and we can solve the problems of the world and, uh, you yeah. know, we know best, so that's the way it goes. Anyway, let us know what your thoughts are. If you uh, have any particular stories about the uh, the types of discipline your parents or your school teachers or, or the local police used to, to meet out at you at uh, when you were younger, let us know. Once for school podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know your theories on it. So yeah, if you think uh, if you think you'd like to hear some of the more of the stories of we and his youth, let us know that as well. Do you think um, do you think that the discipline for each kid was different because I certainly do. I think. Um, oh yeah. I, I think my older my older brother he copped it he copped it harder than than me, and I yep. think I copped it harder than my younger. I, I don't think my younger brother ever got a well. That I, much I'm in trouble in in life at all, and because you're the baby, so you'd be able to see that. Me, oh, absolutely. I was the um, I was the youngest, and I was the only boy. So um, I 
you know, I got a lot easier. I, I had a lot easier run. I was six years. I'm six years younger than Glenda, um, and Glenda did have a rough time. Um, she she was certainly um, she certainly had a lot more restrictions on her than Crystal and I did. And I, I couldn't tell you whether uh, Crystal had similar sorts of things or not. Um, but I remember um, Glenda and uh, my dad in particular used to go head to head fairly often. And uh, you know, Glenda's a fairly tough woman. I wouldn't be taking her on. But uh, yeah, um, my yeah, it was interesting. Anyway, we'll leave it there. But yeah, it was certainly different. I, I certainly got it a lot easier than she ever did. Yeah. Look. I think there's different levels, you know, going through the three of us boys. And, you know, I think... Um, I think they're yeah. tired by the third one. They can't be bothered. Uh, uh, they, yeah, I think they've gone, you know what, we've been through this before. And, he's got, and he had red hair as well, so they probably felt he was going to have a hard enough life as it was. Uh, red hair and freckles. I mean, looked like he, um, looked like he Gin- was... Ginger Megs. Yeah, Ginger Megs. You the, know, the, the Sicilian Ginger Megs. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, he sort of was already an outcast in society terms, societal terms. So, <laughs> And I know he listens to this, so uh, yeah. Wee's little brother, hello. We haven't thought of a name for you yet, but we'll get there. Yeah, oh, no, just call him my little brother. Don't want to... Don't want <laughs> <don't> to <wanna laughs> give him too much glory. No, don't give him too much for, glory. For all, but, the, for all the person that listens to us. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Shaniqua, shout out, <laughs> girlfriend. But, um, yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, he, by the time a, a discipline got to him, I think it was like, yeah, you know what, it was, oh, look, I'm you sorry. Needed, he got, <laughs> they disciplined him for not trying harder probably. <laughs> <laughs> they, they thought he's going to cop it anyway in life, just in general, being a redhead. Uh. And he'd be there listening to this now, shaking his head with a grin on his face because uh, we've always um, made jokes the whole, his whole life about him being a ranger. Um, he doesn't look that much rangerish now, but I keep reminding him that he's no, a I, I never realised he was until you said it on this one episode that he was redhead. I'd never realised Oh, mate, you all. should see his kid photos. He was like on fire. His head was on fire. all right on that note we're going to pack it away once was cool podcast gmail.com is where you can find us check us out on facebook uh, once when i was cool and you can find all our old episodes on your usual platforms or at uh, oncewascool.com which is our website we thanks very much that was uh, entertaining to say the least simon thank you and uh, we will catch you soon bye see ya bye bye